We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back in fourth and final quarter of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show coming to you once again from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white. Drink blue and light. Dustin Hockensmith here. Joined now by Jacob Ferrier from the Daily Collegian. Talking some Penn State wrestling. Interesting time here uh, to figure out what's going on with Kale Sanderson's program. Where this group is going. Uh, first of all, I know you're 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 right back in, in classes here, Jake. I appreciate the time and uh, your input. Input's going to be valuable right now because we're looking at um, trying to figure out what's happening here with Penn State wrestling. It's a it's a program that Kale Sanderson loves to just as best he can keep it flying under the radar, keep things quiet. Uh, but there's been a little bit of noise surrounding this program. Uh, we got a couple duels to cover, but I wanted to start with some of the news over the past few days. First of all, uh, Anthony Kassar, Kyle Connell, both out for the remainder of the year, both with shoulder injuries. And then you have Brody Teske, who's in the transfer portal. Adam Busiello back uh, now listed on Penn State's roster. What are your thoughts on all of this movement and what it means, I guess specifically as it, as it comes to you know Penn State trying to contend for a national title once again? Sure. So, you know, I mean, like you said, Kale likes to keep everything under wraps. And so, you know, last Tuesday when, you know, Kassar, when he announced that Kassar and Connell were done for the year, I don't think anybody was totally shocked by the extent of the injuries, but just that it was coming at sort of what seemed like an inopportune time. I mean, you know, they started Big Ten Wrestling this past weekend, and, you know, you've heard everybody say the Big Ten's the preeminent conference in the country. Um, but what that did is that allowed Shakur Rashid to get back into the lineup at 197 for a place Kyle Connell. And, you know, even though Rashid fell short last year, he was an All-American two years ago at 197. And then at heavyweight, I think that's where sort of the real story is because, you know, you've got Seth Nevels who broke into the lineup and who wrestled, you know, both of Penn State's duels, you know, uh, against Illinois and Northwestern. And, you know, Kale Sanderson after the match said, listen, had Anthony Kassar not gotten a sixth year or had he gotten a sixth year and chosen not to come back, Seth Nevels was going to be our guy. So I think that they feel confident in Nevels, but the wrinkle that's thrown into that is, you know, when you've got Greg Kirkley transferring into Penn State and he's taking his, you know, redshirt year and he's a bona fide heavyweight contender is, okay, are we going to have another roster battle on our hands then come next year? Yeah, I think it's it's sort of all hands on deck now, but I think that that position seems like uh, it could be up for grabs. And we'll see what Seth Nevels is able to do now between uh, now and the remainder of the year. Uh, off to a good start for sure. Was the, When it comes to the 197 spot, uh, Kyle Connell really has not looked healthy since he um, first cracked the lineup to start the season. Was the writing on the wall when we saw Aaron Brooks at 184 a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Kale has intimated multiple times that, you know, he said that he feels like the lineup is at its strongest with Aaron Brooks at 184, which seems to indicate that, you know, either they didn't, you know, I don't want to speculate as to what the internal perception of Kyle Pinnell was, because that wouldn't be fair. And I don't want to, you know, make those distinctions. But certainly the plan was for Pinnell to be at 184. And then whatever happened at 197 was sort of going to be allowed to play out 
And so now you have a, a spot here, Shakur Rashid back uh, this weekend. Uh, Seth Nevels uh, wins a couple of matchups. Penn State, you know, beats Illinois. That's a 22-16 duel on Friday. Uh, then they come back to Rec Hall on Sunday, 30-9 over Northwestern. I think you know, as you're looking at that Illinois box score, very important to, to point out. This was a, I think it's fair to call it a makeshift lineup uh, that they had to they had to kind of scratch and claw with some replacements in there, and they end up winning. And it's also it's also important to, to say I think that both of these were top twenty five wins. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, you talk about Friday's lineup. I mean, Roman Bravo Young didn't wrestle on Friday. Vincenzo Joseph didn't wrestle on Friday, so you know that gave Austin Claybaugh and Connor Krasig a chance to fill in. You know, we still haven't seen. Brady Berge wrestled for Penn State since the Lehigh duel. So, you know, there were a lot of guys in the lineup who weren't normally. And, you know, I think what that indicates is that if that continues to be the case going forward, it's going to be that much more incumbent upon veterans like Nick Lee, like Mark Hall, like Vincenzo Joseph, to really go out and score bonus points at a consistent rate to make up for the lack of production that, you know, might be, being replaced on any given night due to injury or due to lineup changes. Yeah, it was interesting seeing an Austin Clayball. He's a guy that you know I've, I covered in, in high school and, and back here and, and getting in there at lineup at 133. 125, uh, Brandon Meredith uh, wrestled a couple matches there. And it's just – I think one of the things as you, as you see um, Teske go into the transfer portal and, you know, one of the things that people are really wondering is – what about this program makes 125 a weight that they've just had a hard time uh, getting a, a, a real contender in there? Yeah, and, you know, I don't know that there's one good answer because, I mean, you know, clearly, I, I don't know if scouting, I mean, I would assume it's not, scouting's not the issue because, you know, they can scout every other weight and they can project the trajectories of every other weight. I think a lot of it could be a weight management thing. You know, 125 is just hard for a lot of guys to maintain on a consistent basis. Um, you know, I mean, they had Gavin Teasdale. He obviously transferred. You know, Brody Teske, like you said, is in the transfer portal. You know, they had Devin Schnupp for a time. Now it looks like Brandon Meredith is going to be the guy. I mean, the one thing that I will say is, you know, if you look at the last couple of titles that Penn State has won, you know, they haven't necessarily needed a bona fide stud at 125 to be in title contention. Now, you know, this year the field's a little different. Obviously, Iowa's a strong team. You know, Oklahoma State's always a strong team. Ohio State's always a strong team. So, you know, now that might be more incumbent that they need a 125-pounder to win. But that hasn't always been the case in the past. It's it's interesting what they've had, though. And I think um, looking at Devin Schnupp, looking at Brandon Meredith, looking at these guys – uh, you had a couple instances against Northwestern, like yeah, your 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 big guns did what they had to do, and and you got you got a, a bunch of bonus points, but you also had, you know, uh, Brandon Meredith holding Michael D'Agostino to a decision, not a meaningful match at that point in time, uh, but you know you have you've had these guys and include Schnupp too of, of just kind of being able to limit bonus points, and I think there's something to be said about. Penn State making the most out of a, I don't want to call it a bad situation, but making the best out of what they have at 125. And I, I think that that's a good point. And I mean, you know, we saw Brandon Meredith take down Michael Kolyako, who was at the time the number 10 ranked wrestler in the country when Penn came to Rec Hall. So, you know, he's definitely shown flashes of something. But I think what you just said, you know, that ability for whomever the 125 pounder is to go out and limit bonus points 
in instances where, okay, the lineup might not be as strong, there might be backups, you know, that's going to be huge because even if Penn State loses those bouts by decision, you know, giving up three points is a lot better than giving up four, five, or six. So anywhere that they can save bonus points, that's obviously good for them. We're talking Penn State wrestling here, quarter number four of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Also, conference championship week in, in football, four teams, two games, so little time left in the season. Don't miss out. Get in on all the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This week only, you bet on any star player to score the first touchdown of the game with 10-1 to 1 odd. Doesn't get any better than that. Deposit withdrawal funds at your convenience, nice and easy. To top it all off, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering their best sign-up offer to date. You download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now you use code KSN. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code KSN. And get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only, in partnership with Meadows Racetrack and Casino. Bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 bucks. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, to, to bring all this down to uh, the bottom lineup for people, um, Jake, just Penn State in its pursuit of a national title. Where do you think things stand with that? I've, obviously, Iowa has a lot of the pieces that have come together, including what half their lineup is from the state of Pennsylvania, which I will never uh, I'll never not be amazed by that. But where does Penn State um, sit? What's the potential of this team as you have all this movement now? So, you know, I think it's sort of tough because, you know, we have a small sample size with both Shakur Rashid and Nick Nevels. You know, I think everybody knows what Mark Paul and Vincenzo Joseph are capable of. You know, with Zahid Valencia at 184, you know, that probably increases Mark's odds at winning the second title, you know, by some margin. You know, at 65, I think Vincenzo's got to be an odds-on favorite. I mean, I think Nick Lee is a guy who, especially after taking fifth each of the last two years and doing it very differently, each time, I think he's poised for a breakout year. And again, with Yanni Yakumahalis out of the picture, taking an Olympic red shirt, and with Iowa still deciding to, at least at this point in time, keep Jaden Ironman's red shirt, I think he's got to step up if Penn State wants to be successful. But I, I, again, I think it's going to come down to the upper weights. Can Shakur Rashid get back to that All-American caliber that he was two years ago when he was at 197? And, you know, I don't think anybody believes Nick Nev- uh, Seth Neville's, excuse me, is necessarily a title contender right now, but even if he can all American and get onto that podium, you know, those are points that are going to go a long way toward replacing Anthony Cassar, who I think was probably the odds on favorite to repeat as heavyweight champion. So, uh, you know, I don't think the outlook is necessarily as bleak as a lot of people think, but I do think that a lot of things are going to have to go in Penn state's favor. And maybe that, being the case this year more so than in years past it's also worth saying again that the best version of penn state seems to show up and i don't think it's a coincidence when you get to the you know ncaa tournament so that's something worth watching uh as we look ahead a little bit to the remainder of the week here uh penn state Rutgers at rec hall coming up on sunday what do you expect for, from that match about a minute left here jake so, you know, I, I think that's going to be, you know, a big matchup. Obviously, Rutgers, you know, they're on the come up. You know, they crowned their first ever national champs last year in Anthony Ashfold and Nick Soriano. So I think they're going to come in here with, I don't know if bravado is the right word, but definitely with a sense of, okay, we can go out there and we can contend with Penn State. And I think if you look at the guys in Rutgers' lineup, if you look at Sammy Alvarez, you look at 
you know, Jojo Aragona, Joe Grello, a lot of these guys, they're, you know, they're no joke. And so I think Penn State is definitely going to have to be at the top of its game if it wants to, you know, handle Rutgers the way that, you know, Penn State probably thinks it should. So I think it's definitely going to be a close duel. I think it'll be exciting. You know, it's at five o'clock instead of the normal two o'clock. Um, you know, obviously Anthony Cassar is a Jersey guy and there are a couple of other Jersey guys on the team. So that'll be interesting, but I think it's definitely going to be one to watch. One to watch, and then coming up after that, you go to Nebraska on January 24th. You go to Iowa on January 31st. So you've got uh, – we'll start to learn a lot more before the calendar flips to February. Penn State Wrestling trying to get into top four when they're 5-1 and one, uh, going into the second half of January here. That's Jake Affariot from the Daily Collegian talking Penn State Wrestling with us, and that's it for this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Be sure to check us out, all Penn State football, Penn State Wrestling, on KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. DraftKings Sportsbook is offering their best sign-up offer today. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KSN. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code KSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only, in partnership with Meadows Racetrack and Casino. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light want to remind you that fall is the best season. Why? Because of football. Leaves. Fantasy football. Flannel. Beards. Tailgating. Oh yeah, and more football. Welcome to the best season ever. Grab some Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Because it's time to get undomesticated. Beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. Always enjoy responsibly. With the college bowl games and pro football playoffs approaching, what better way to celebrate than treating your guests to the best in barbecue with the rubs and sauces from 409tailgateclub.com. They also have great gift boxes. And don't forget the famous 409 Tailgate Club Bloody Mary Mix. To top it off, if you go to 409tailgateclub.com, use code KSN for a special discount just for Keystone Kickoff listeners. That's 409tailgateclub.com, and remember to use code KSN.